Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Tim Fitzgerald of GoPowerCat.com. And I'm Scott Chasen. This is a replay of WIBW show, The Drive. Here's this week's episode on the 24-7 Sports Podcast Network. Now, let's start The Drive. Good evening, Wildcat and Jayhawk fans, and welcome to The Drive, sponsored by Briggs Auto Group. I am Tim Fitzgerald at GoPowerCat.com. The man across the studio from me is Scott Chasen, and this is the premiere episode of Season 17. Scott was in either the fifth or sixth grade when we started this show. Yeah. Luckily, he wasn't on the cast back then. <laughs> we were trying to figure it out. That was a little bit too much math for yeah. the sports guys. And I just want to say thank you to WIBW for sending us to Ireland for week zero. We're here with Nebraska and ah. Northwestern, a.k.a. Kansas State-ish, according to a Fox graphic. And we've been aggressively drinking like the Irish. Mm-hmm. But the good news is you can interact with us on social media at Facebook.com slash The Drive Show on Twitter at the Drive 13 and of course answer our weekly poll question and make your game predictions on our Twitter page but quit beating us. Remember, <laughs> if you ever miss an episode of The Drive, you can listen to an audio only version that will appear each Monday morning in the form of a podcast at our website gopowercat.com and we start things off with our 2 minute drill. I feel like I've done this before. Mm-hmm. The 2 minute drill is sponsored by Vanderbilt's your work boot center. No one has more practice in the 2 minute situation than Tim Fitzgerald. <laughs> Fitz, there's a lot of optimism surrounding K-State football this season. Can this team compete for a spot in the Big 12 championship game? Yes, back to you. Hey, <laughs> yeah, they can, but here's the thing about the Big 12 this season is it's so wide open. You literally don't know who to say will be in the Big 12 championship because there's I'd say more than half the conference could compete for that. Um, you know, it'll probably boil down to the usual four as of late, or the usual three, I guess, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. Everyone has to throw Texas in. It's required by in the Big 12 bylaws, uh, which will be altered soon. Uh, but I think Kansas State enters that conversation just because they have so many playmakers across the field, including Deuce Vaughn in the backfield. But of course, the guy that was named a Big 12 preseason player of the year by the media wasn't Deuce Vaughn. It was Felix Anyudike Uzama on the defensive side, a rush in that is a big difference maker. In fact, this is what's so baffling, and you probably know this, but K-State had six players named first team preseason all Big 12, the most in the conference, and yet as a team, they were picked to finish fifth which doesn't say that everyone thinks K-State is not as good as their parts. It says that this conference is freakishly balanced and it's hard to pick the top five teams. And all five of those will be in contention. Well, maybe not Texas. (laughs) Check back in on them. In contention for a spot in the Big 12 championship. There's some keys to that for the Wildcats. And it starts with me with not just making great plays and performing well, but staying away from injuries because... If they lose Deuce Vaughn, as you know, Scott, that 
You, you lose someone like that, and it can just leave a giant void on your roster. But defensively, actually, I think this team is better on that side of the ball. They should be very, very dynamic in year two of this three-man front. And I'm excited to get some football started, Scott, because I feel like I've been talking about realignment for three years now. Well, Fitz, you should be excited. I mean, covering this K-State program that, I mean, I think absolutely should and does have Big 12 title aspirations. You're right, the conference is open. We don't know what Oklahoma is going to be. I think we all think Baylor is going to be very, very good, but how good? Oklahoma State, you know, they're going through some adjustments defensively. Iowa State lost everybody. I mean, the conference is legitimately wide open. And if you're a well-coached football team with some good pieces back defensively, offensively, Deuce Vaughn, you mentioned, obviously, what they bring back on defense, there's a chance there. K-State could win a lot of games. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting season indeed. Well, Scott, it has been a rarity for Kansas to bring back a starting quarterback, but the Jayhawks found something late last year with Jalen Daniels. What are the expectations for the Kansas QB room? Well, they're pretty high, actually, this year. And, you know, it's funny to think about how poor Jalen Daniels was as a 17-year-old freshman thrust behind a, you know, probably the worst offensive line, at least statistically, in the history of Power 5. To then, you know, not being named the starter last year, going through the season, sitting back and learning, and then, you know, two quarterback injuries happen. He comes in, he burns his red shirt, something they didn't plan on happening leads this team to a win over Texas. And, you know, this game went to overtime. It was close. I was actually re-watching it the other day. People forget this was a blowout. Kansas was up three scores on Texas in the second half. Kansas was dominating. And then everything tightened up at the end of the game. Texas, you know, Kansas even got a late interception, gave the ball right back to Texas. The nerves were kind of in full form. But what was so impressive was how Jalen Daniels responded. He made the great off-platform throw to Jared Casey that lives in Kansas folklore. And the, really the last three weeks of the season, if you go by QBR, you go by some of the advanced stats, he was as good as any quarterback in the conference. Now look, I think Jalen Daniels is a legit quarterback. I think he's a legit dual threat quarterback. I think Kansas likes its backup Jason Bean. I think they're going to find ways to use him. I don't think it'll be like a, a David Beatty ongoing quarterback battle, but I think they'll design packages for him. He's the fastest player on the team and he didn't transfer, which is very rare for a backup quarterback nowadays. So I think Kansas likes the quarterback room. But to me, you still have to see it consistently because Jalen Daniels has absolutely had some great flashes of talent. He's got all the arm talent. He can make all the throws, but he's also been a little bit turnover prone. That's been both in games and that's kind of been the case in practice. You don't get those spectacular plays making a throw in a huge pressure situation with guys bearing down on him. If you don't, you know, mix it up with some of those times where he shouldn't force the ball in. I think for Jalen Daniels, he's got to take care of the ball this year, Fitz. Um, and, and you know that too. Quarterback play dictates everything. If he protects the ball, Kansas could be pretty good this year. Win four games for the first time, you know, since Mark Mangino. If he turns it over a lot, Kansas may struggle a lot this year. You said a lot there, but I, I heard the turning point for KU last season was when Daniel Green hurt two, injured two KU quarterbacks in the same game. Hmm. Well, it, it kind of, it, it's, it's funny is not the right word, but it Ironic. basically ended, ended up being that way. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't have to start week one, I think helped him immensely because he needed time to, to reset from 2020. Well, Fitz, the Big 12's new commissioner officially started this month, although you heard from him back at Media Day in July. What are your early impressions of Brett Yormark, and what does he need to do to be successful? Well, I think the Big 12 did a great job. They hired the right guy. Uh, they went out and found someone that comes from outside the college sports spectrum but has a, a lot of experience in dealing with rights fees and negotiations and 
I've been a great leader through a number of phases in his life. And, and he also is kind of an expert at branding, which, um, you know, is, is kind of interesting because I think we can all agree the Big 12 needs a new image. Uh, because this isn't a weak conference, and yet some people insist that it is. It won't be a weak conference after Oklahoma and Texas leave, but some people demand that it will be. And I, I just don't see it, and I think Brett Yormark understands that he's walking into a pretty good situation because there's so much growth potential with the Big 12 as they try to establish themselves not just as the third conference behind a distant third to the Big 2, which is, of course, the SEC and Big 10 now, but that it's a legitimate third conference. And it's going to be tough to do. There's no doubt about it. It's going to come down to the schools playing better, but also finding a way to get that message out there. And honestly, Scott, trying to navigate this realignment and expansion uh, ocean right now that is very rocky waters. Do, do they add schools that bring limited value? He said they only want to bring schools that add something to the conference, but does going from 12 to 16 after Oklahoma and Texas leave actually mean that they're more valuable uh, and have a wider reach? And I tend to think they will be adding some new schools, and I tend to think that they will try to compete at the highest level. And I, I love this hire, Scott. Yeah, Fitz, I think you know, whatever you think of Bob Bowlesby, there was kind of a new face and a facelift needed for the conference, especially going into this era where, like you mentioned, it's not just about realignment, although that's certainly a huge part of it. I mean, streaming, brands are involved differently. I mean, now you seems like you see the Big 12 on Twitter announce a new brand partnership every day or, um, you know, try and, and connect with fans, connect with people across the nation in ways they weren't doing. I think it's exciting. Change is exciting, but I think this is a good change for the conference. Uh, I would agree. And Boy, the Big 12 brand needs a fresh look. There's no doubt. Now, a quick look at your poll question results. The poll questions are brought to you by Midland Exteriors. Love the home you live in. Call today for a free estimate. Well, this week's question is, which of these football programs is most likely to win the Big 12? There are your possible answers. Uh, did, did we accidentally leave Oklahoma out? We on purpose left Oklahoma out so mm. people wouldn't pick them because mm. I felt like that would, uh, that would probably happen. Yeah, well, I agree with those choices except for D. Vote on your our Twitter page at the Drive Thirteen. I linked the wrong Twitter account earlier today. Mm-hmm. I had to watch Fitz struggle with Twitter for old people about a minute and, and a half. It was something. Well, that will do it for this half of the two-minute drill. But we will be right back with more on KU and K State on the Drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to The Drive, fueled by BriggsAuto.com. Welcome back to The Drive as we continue our weekly two-minute drill. This segment of the two-minute drill is sponsored by Copeland Insurance Agency, part of your community 
for more than 60 years. Well, Fitz, the big off-season transfer news for the Wildcats was Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez landing at K-State. What is the ceiling for Martinez this year? It's high. There's no doubt about it, but it's always been high with Adrian. He came into Nebraska as just an enormous recruit for the program, and they struggled up there at times. Uh, but other times, he was really, really good. The knock on him was turnovers and key situations, but every time I go back and look at some of those highlights from those games, I see him running for his life. You mentioned earlier that Kansas had the worst offensive line and power five football I would say Nebraska might have been up there at times from the highlights I've seen because the poor guy had no time to operate he comes to Manhattan for a fresh start and honestly to find a system that might prepare him a little bit better for the NFL but what he found was a quarterback coach and an offensive coordinator in Colin Klein who knows exactly how to use a true dual threat because he was a dual threat quarterback and everything I'm hearing about Martinez in practice is glowing reviews. Does he make some mistakes? Sure. He's not flawless. And he's going up a pretty darn good against a pretty good darn defense by, you know, with Daniel Green and Felix and all of those guys. But Adrian Martinez is, when you talk to him, he's an incredibly mature, collected guy. He's been elected already a team captain by his new teammates, and that says an awful lot. But I think the thing that's going to help him the most, the things that will help him most, is one, having Deuce Vaughn at his side, a true threat to really take it to the house at any moment. Or if you pressure him and bring the blitz, he can dump it out to him in the flat. And that's where Deuce also scores a lot of touchdowns is off the passing game. So uh, Adrian Martinez is a really, really talented guy. And this is his final chance in college to prove he's an NFL guy. And Chris Kleiman, through the years, has put a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL, including Skylar Thompson, who's tearing it up in Miami. So I will be fascinated to see how this young guy develops. I know he'll make some mistakes along the way, and I'll be intrigued by the patience with which they show him when he does make mistakes. But as long as they're winning, as long as he's managing the game and doesn't feel like he has to make every big play, I think they found their guy at quarterback for this season. It's, it was funny. I mean, we didn't plan this, but when you talk about him running from his, for his life and highlights, I mean, did you, did you watch the highlights on yeah. the screen, you at home watching this? I mean, yeah, he was running for his life constantly. Think about, you know, Kansas State, a little more consistency, maybe a little bit better plan. And, and Nebraska, by the way, their record was bad last year. They were in a ton of games. Yeah. That was kind of the, the read on them. They were in all these one-score games. This is like a sneaky good quarterback pickup, and if it hits for K-State, I don't, I don't think it's crazy to dream big. No, I, I would agree with you, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Kansas was busy in the transfer portal also this offseason, adding players from Michigan State, Purdue, Ohio State, and most notably Kai Thomas from Minnesota. Scott, how do you see the transfers fitting in on both sides of the ball? Well, Fitz, Kansas isn't in the Big Ten, but Kansas added players from Nebraska, Michigan State, Purdue, Ohio State. I mean, crazy. They, they might be an honorary Big Ten member at this point. No, look, I, I think the transfers will make a difference for KU both offensively and defensively. Kai Thomas is uh, the big name Kate went out and landed, and it was a little bit surprising that he chose to come to Kansas, given they have Devin Neal, they have Savion Morrison from Nebraska, um, who's a former four-star running back. They've got a really good running backs room. We'll talk about that. Um, but he projects to play. It sounds like he's been more impressive as camp has gone on. He obviously had a huge bowl game for Minnesota last year. 
I think Kai Thomas is an impact transfer. But I think most exciting for Kansas is actually on the defensive side of the ball because I think Kansas has guys that you would want to or you would envision making a difference on that side of the ball. You see Lonnie Phelps. He was uh, at Miami of Ohio. He was kind of a pass rusher extraordinaire for them. And Kansas loses Kyron Johnson. Well, this is a guy who had nine sacks last year who projects to make a difference on the defensive line. Then if you're Kansas, you go to Ohio State. By the way, what a hit that was there. Uh, you go to Ohio State, you bring in a guy in Craig Young who had a 70-yard uh, pick six interception return for a touchdown. This was a guy who was playing at Ohio State, which is obviously um, impressive anytime you can get that caliber of athlete. And then it's all around. You bring in Marvin Grant, who was a safety at Purdue. You bring in Kalen Gervin, who was a defensive back at Michigan State. These weren't all the best players at their position or, you know, obviously they probably would have stayed at their own schools. But Kansas has kind of filled out a legitimate two deep now. And that's why earlier I talked about the quarterback really being the thing that swings this thing because Kansas does have legitimate talent. And I think Kansas has very good coaching. If you find the right quarterback to make it all come together, you could be a pretty good football team. I'm not saying eight, nine, 10 wins, but I am saying maybe four, five, six. But if it doesn't come together at that spot, then it, it doesn't really matter how much talent you bring around him. You're not going to be a good enough team. And it'll be the same Kansas winning, you know, zero to three games. Very good. Now we step out of bounds and out of bounds is brought to you by Darius Corner Market. We love local and we are local for you. Well, Fitz, I was at the Chiefs' final preseason game. And the biggest thing I took away, there wasn't much, was the opening play, the, the choir huddle. That was obviously a tribute to Len Dawson. Any thoughts on the all-time great Chiefs quarterback as you, you see the huddle on your screen here? Well, you know, growing up uh, in Salina and w watching the Chiefs and being a lifelong Chiefs fan, it was all about Len Dawson for so long. And uh, Lenny was a, a special guy. He moved into the broadcast booth and did an incredible job. Uh, I, that... That photo they recreated with that huddle was its so iconic, as is the great photo of him sitting in the locker room on a stool smoking mm -hmm. a cigarette. Uh, it's just, just incredible how much football has evolved since Lenny was the quarterback and everyone uh, knew him so well from playing. But, man, what a, what a great player and what a huge loss for Kansas City. Uh, prayers to the Dawson family and all who know him. A very, very good man. Yeah, Fitz, he was ahead of his time. Not only great statistics, a very good quarterback who led the league in numbers, a number of categories year after year. Also a man of the year in the NFL. Very impressive person. Absolutely. <laughs> now let's hear from the fans. Our fan question is sponsored by Metalark. Retirement awaits in Manhattan where you can live your way every day. Our fan question this week is, Scott, Oh, it's for you. Does Kansas have the best running backs room in the Big 12? That's from Noah in Topeka, and I think he's asking about decor. Yeah. What's the wallpaper and flooring matching? Oh, it's room? great. It matches very well. It's very classy. No, look, uh, Kansas does not have the best running back in the Big 12, so let's start there because yeah. that's between Deuce Vaughn and Bijan Robinson. They're both excellent. They both do it in different ways. Kansas can't compete there. So it's hard to say that Kansas necessarily has the best running backs, especially because you don't necessarily always see the guys behind those great starters. But here's what I do think. Kansas has a one to five of running backs that if any of those guys go down, they feel pretty close to equally as good, maybe save for Devin Neal. They feel great about that one through five. Kansas has had two, maybe three good running backs before. Puka Williams, Khalil Herbert both made it to the NFL. They had them at the same time. But I've never seen a running backs room this deep at Kansas. So I think that's where this question comes from. And I'd say they're probably pretty close in that aspect. It's pretty amazing. K-State might have the best running back in Deuce Vaughn. But that transfer portal we've been talking mm -hmm. about can taketh away, and it took away the next two guys on the depth chart. So K-State's 
trying to figure out who's behind Deuce, and that's a big storyline to follow. Big question for sure. Well, remember to ask us your questions on our Facebook page and on Twitter at The Drive 13. And when we return, we'll talk some predictions on The Drive. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back to The Drive, fueled by BriggsAuto.com. Welcome back. As we head down the home stretch of this week's show, it's time to take a look at our predictions. Predictions are brought to you by Kites and Kites Aggieville Draft House. Meet your friends at Kites and the Draft House since 1954. That's before me. Mm. That's a long time. Mm. Remember to make your weekly predictions on our Twitter page at The Drive 13. And we're not going to recap last week, so let's just, or last year, let's just jump into this week's picks and start with Kansas minus 16 and a half versus Tennessee Tech. That's, that's where you learn how to, like, be an electrician in Tennessee. Yeah, and hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, uh, it's fine. It's look, fine. here's the thing. Kansas and covering is a very dangerous proposition, but Tennessee Tech is not a particular, particularly good FCS team. I will take Kansas, but Fitz... That is so many points, and we'll see what happens. I'm going to take uh, Tennessee Tech because I have a feeling an underwater welding contest will break out, <laughs> and the Tech school is going to win that. That's a very good mm -hmm. point. Well, Fitz, next is Kansas State minus 19.5 against South Dakota welding technique. No, I'm just kidding. Just against South Dakota. Who you got? Uh, I will take Kansas State. That's a lot of points for a new offense. Um, but I will take the Cats big over South Dakota. you got to pronounce it right. Yes, Come on, man. I will pick opposite Dakota. you just because I slighted them with the name pronunciation. Our last game of the week is number two, Ohio State, minus 14.5 versus number five, Notre Dame. So early. I'm going to take the Buckeyes because I'm lazy. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Notre Dame. It's crazy, though. This is college football this year. There are like two, three teams that everyone think is going to be contending, and Ohio State is definitely one of them. I will take Notre Dame. I hope it's a closer game. We need some good You're games. You're just sucking up to the Irish today, aren't you? <laughs> just all about the That's Irish. That's a good point, yeah, Fitz. Man. Again, make your picks on our Twitter page, at the Drive 13 now it's time for our On the Clock segment. On the Clock is sponsored by Carpet One, by Local for a Strong Local Community. Scott, we actually have time. I don't know how we did it. Take it away, Mr. Scott Jason. Well, look, Kenny Logan comes back to KU. He was really the first guy to, to plant the flag and say he was saying when Lance Leipold took office. And Lance Leipold actually held up a jersey um, that had the number one on it. And everyone just figured it was a jersey they gave Lance Leipold when he arrived. But it, it was actually a Kenny Logan jersey. It's a story from a little bit over a year ago at this point. Um, now he comes into the season with preseason, first team, all Big 12 expectations, pro football focus, all the metrics love him. He led the conference in tackles last year, which you don't want from a safety, uh, but that was kind of the situation KU was in with lackluster linebacker play. I think he's in for a huge year, and if things go right, he could be in the NFL. So uh, looking forward to a big year from Kenny Logan. 
Our company has been covering Kansas State sports for, oh my gosh, 25 years. We're into the 25th year. So I've been at this a long time. And there's been a lot of great seasons. Of course, with Bill Snyder providing that, there's been some seasons where basketball, people were fired up about that. And they had championships and deep runs in the tournament. But I'm not sure I've ever seen a fan base as focused and fired up for both football and basketball in my entire time covering Kansas State. There's so much optimism this year about Chris Kleiman's Wildcats. Can they get into the Big 12 championship? Can they win the Big 12 and maybe get to a New Year's Six Bowl? It's really an interesting thing. And Jerome Tang and his coaching staff have lit a fire under the fan base that has long been needed for basketball, even during the success of Bruce Weber. Didn't see it. It's exciting, Fitz. It's really exciting. And that's it for this week's edition of The Drive and our new music. We will see you next week right here and all week on social media.